Well, hello everybody and welcome to uh, this very special sort of one-off episode um, of Coastal News. Um, We are um, a podcast that recaps and discusses every week Home and Away episodes as they air on Channel 5 and 5 Star in the UK, if you didn't already know. And we're aware lately that um, lots of new viewers have been reaching out to us. The sad news, Neighbours ending, of course. Home and Away is going into Neighbours slot in the afternoons on Channel 5. So there's a few people sort of tuning in and giving it a go. So we thought we'd help you along the way by doing a bit of a whistle-stop tour of the bay giving you a bit of a who's who so um my name's Sai, one of the one of the uh hosts and i'm joined by sophie your other host hello. who's gonna hello <laughs> who's <laughs> gonna take you through um this tour of summer base so she's a podcast host she's um a journalist <laughs> investigative journalist for the podcast and now she's a tour guide so she's got many strings to her bow it's yeah. i am turning into, Mar- it. <laughs> into marilyn with all my hats <laughs> <laughs> love it yeah so exactly what you just said there what we're going to try and do is because obviously home and away has been going for a long long time for anybody that, that's out there that doesn't know the back backstory of home and away home and away started in 1988 and next year it'll be the 35th anniversary which is an amazing milestone for a soap isn't it really yeah so there's a lot of history there's a lot of storylines that have happened there's a lot of things that have gone on but one of the good things about home and away is actually you don't need to know too much about the past and the backstory and you can actually pick it up now and start watching it and i think you'll get into it pretty quickly um and hopefully this podcast will help you but basically catch up on what's going on right now so that you know where things are and you know who people are and and the sets and that kind of thing so yeah i wish i had something like that so when i was starting the show yeah you know, it would have been useful to yeah to, to be able quick to pick sort it up of, yeah good yeah idea. thank you thank you no worries <laughs> So, first of all, I think we we should probably start with, because the, one of the things that people say to me, they like some of my friends that say, oh, I used to watch Home and Away back in the day, but I haven't seen it for years, and I wouldn't even know where to start now, and I don't understand when it's on, and I don't understand the first look, and all that sort of stuff. So, I think maybe for the UK viewers, if we just explain how you can watch it, and about the different episodes, and what they mean. I'm going to do that bit first, because I actually find this really confusing to explain to people as well. You might yeah. be able to explain it better. I'll, I'll give it a try. And Go then, on, then. <laughs> you, can, you can chip in. So we are talking about the UK here. So UK viewers can watch Home and Away on Channel 5 and 5 Star. And you can also catch episodes that have previously been played out on those channels on the My5 app as well. Although it's a bit of a, it's a bit agonising watching it on the app. So actually I find it better on the TV or, on the, you know, if you can record the episodes and watch them from there. But the app is there if you if you need to catch up. It's on every weekday, Monday to Friday. And you'll hear us talk about Channel 5 pace and 5 star pace because it is on two channels on Freeview. So because Home and Away is what they call a daytime soap, today's episode goes out first on Channel 5 at 1.45, which starts next Monday at 1.45 because they've just moved moved slots into that 1.45 slot. And then it's repeated on on 5 Star at 6pm. So that is Uh today's episode. So 1.45 is on first on Channel 5 and then 6 o'clock it's repeated on 5 Star. However, if you're watching on Five Star at six o'clock and you hang around until half past six, you could actually watch the next episode. So the first look episode, which then airs again at 1.45 the next day on Channel 5. And then that gets repeated at six o'clock on Five Star. So it is a little (laughs) bit bit complicated, isn't it, that bit? I don't know how how better to explain that than that, really. I mean... I don't think you can do any better, but I know when it's on. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm probably not your best audience. I guess the way to look at it is it's on it's on at 1.45 and repeated again at 6 over yeah. on Five Star. If you want to get ahead, yeah. 6.30. Yeah. And yeah. We, we tend to talk about the Five Star pace, don't we? Because we don't want to wait until 
the next no. next day to see what's what's going on so we actually watch it at half past six on five star uh, and that's the pace that we watch it we might watch it at six o'clock on five star as well because we like to double watch episodes sometimes don't we we mm-hmm. like to watch them again and just you know <laughs> recap what happened um just to make yeah. sure just to make sure yeah so when we talk about five star pace that's because we're watching it at half past six on five star which is the the kind of first look episode that is the probably the most complicated bit about the whole show actually is, is when it's on um, i actually i'm just not, not to sort of go too deep into it i actually prefer the five star pace because it's I in do. proper blocks yeah yeah what i mean one one that's the latest episode so you're, you're ahead you know yeah. um yeah. but it's in proper blocks so like a friday cliffhanger happens on a friday Yes. On five star. It does. Yeah. Like tonight the, it did. Yeah. Yeah. And then that the coming up trailer yeah. at the end of the episode gives yeah. you sort of a glimpse at the whole week ahead. Whereas yeah. that happens on a Monday over yeah. on the 145 Channel 5 show. It just doesn't feel so Monday ends up being some mad cliffhanger over on Channel 5. <laughs> yeah. They're supposed to have been on a Friday. So yeah. for me, not not to confuse anybody. Watch it wherever you want to watch it. You'll you'll be in pace, but yeah, yeah. Um, it it works nicer for me as a fan. Yes, for the six thirty. Yeah. yeah, I prefer that time slot just because it's convenient for for my you know my lifestyle. I guess you know that's yeah, that's when I'm sitting sitting yeah. down and watching the TV. I'm not really a, a, a lunchtime TV watcher, so that that's why it suits me. But yes, as hopefully that makes sense. Go back and listen to that bit again because I know it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> complicated to get your head around so and also so that's talking about today's sort of pace of home and away if you are interested in going back in time back to the the first couple of years of of home Mm. and away they're actually on netflix not netflix amazon prime aren't they they're actually on amazon prime free to watch so if you want to go back and and watch it from the beginning for the first two years you can actually do that did you say there's 200 episodes on there the the first two seasons yeah. yeah It's not. I mean, it took That's me a mad. long time, but yeah, they're yeah. there. Mm. Amazon Prime, eighties nostalgia. Get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn's perm. Yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> and I'm just. I can't wait to watch it myself. I need to get around to doing that. And to watching it. And Celia and ah. Milko. Yeah, all the greats. It's like yeah, a yeah. time capsule. <laughs> so if you knew it back then and you've you've elapsed viewer and you want to go back and you know have a bit of nostalgia, then yeah, it's on Amazon Prime as well. Did you know that you can play Coastal News, a home and away podcast, right from your Amazon Alexa? Just say, Alexa, play Coastal News now. And of course, you can still catch your latest episodes on all other podcast apps, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, CastBox, Audible, Player FM, and much more. Just search Coastal News, a home and away podcast right now, wherever you get your podcasts from. So let's start. Gosh, we've already talked a lot and we've not even covered Home and Away yet. So in a nutshell, Home and Away is all about the lives of the residents living in the fictional coastal town of Summer Bay. So Summer Bay is where all the action takes place. And I mean action because don't be fooled by the description of the, you know, fictional coastal town. It's it looks idyllic. It looks remote. This little coastal community. But it's actually one of the most dangerous places in the world that you can live. (laughs) Because we've had all sorts, haven't we? We've had drugs, we've had gangs, we've had people trafficking, we've had stalkers, we've had murders, we've had poisoning, we've had shootings, we've had stabbings, we've had fires, accidental and arson, we've had explosions, we've had bombs, earthquakes, cyclones, plane crashes, (laughs) car accidents, we've had multiple cults, we've had kidnappings, (laughs) you know, what have I missed? There's loads. We've had had it all, haven't we? (laughs) We have. You're not going to watch this show expecting a bit of sunshine or fluffiness like no. home and away is dark and edgy it's dark yes yeah. it's full of drama and it actually won the um in australia recently they actually won the best drama category at, at their logies which is their their equivalent of the tv awards over there so because it is drama isn't it it's all drama it's all action so <laughs> Don't come here thinking this is going to be nice and sweet and, and lovely. There is a lot of action in the bay. 
Um, and also just to give you a little a little heads up on, I thought it might be good to explain why we're called Coastal News. So this podcast oh. that you're listening to right now, it's called Coastal News Podcast. And a lot of these things that I've just talked about, all this action that happens in the Bay, a lot of these make the storylines in the soap. And we see the characters reading the local newspaper and, and it might have made the front page news and that's used as a prop to show us that something's happened. Someone's been arrested for murder and they've made it to the front yeah. page of, of the newspaper. <laughs> and the local newspaper is called The Coastal News. So <laughs> hence the name of the podcast. So that's caught you up on, on why we're called Coastal News as well for anybody that didn't realise. Um, that's why it's that's called. a good shout that because we just assume yeah. that we we, we do yeah because <laughs> we we notice this kind of stuff because we're like really geeky aren't we we notice everything <laughs> in the show but that might have slipped people by i don't know maybe mm. but you do see people holding a copy of the coastal news you know and they see them reading the front page you see people make doing the crosswords as well in the coastal <laughs> news sometimes don't yeah. you so that is a prop that's used uh on set um, talk about props, actually, just come into my brain. So a couple of the sort of iconic props that we've got on Home and Away is when you see people entering the bay, we've got the Welcome to Summer Bay sign. And when you see them leaving, you see the You Are Now Leaving Summer Bay sign. So there's lots of these like storytelling props in, in Home and Away, these classic props mm. that have been there since day one that you'll, you'll see in the background when you, you start to watch it and notice these things. Yeah. So, the burger phone, the burger, burger phone, phone at the diner. I yeah. know, classic. They're all still there. You've got to have a there. keen eye. Mm. Yeah, look in the background and you'll see lots of interesting things and uh, storytelling props and that kind of stuff. It's quite it's quite visual, isn't it, this show? Quite visual yeah. with its storytelling. So where are we? So filming locations, let's talk about that. So I've just said it's based in Summer Bay. Um, so we'll talk you through what's in Summer Bay. Um, but in real life, the location is Sydney's Northern Beaches District. So this includes Palm Beach, because obviously you can't have a coastal town without a lovely beach. Can you? That'd be a bit daft. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> so the beach is actually one of the main sets, isn't it, really? Um, and the beach and the surrounding area are, are used as, as like a set or filming location. So... You'll notice with Home and Away as well, not just sort of scenes on the beach where people are, are, you know, acting a scene, but we get lots of these gorgeous shots of the seaside as well. Mm. And in between scenes, and you might see shots of the beach or the cliffs or the lighthouse, you might see surfers or dolphins or boats. Um, and these are used to sort of move from between scenes. And sometimes they're indicating like a time shift, like you might see a sunset over the ocean yeah. we might see a sunrise so that we know it's now nighttime or it's now morning and that's sort of used as a storytelling um, yeah but they're really important because they this, are. this soap if you compare it to a uk soap it runs at much faster pace yes so yeah. you might cover in a in an episode a 30 minute episode you might cover two or three days yes yeah. um of the story so yeah. Um, it's really important that you know when the sun rises and sets <laughs> you know you know it's the yeah. next day um, yeah. and like you say it's really nice on the eye one of a few soaps the the UK soaps don't film on location very often mm, you know yes. yeah it's filmed on location every week on yeah. this god like you say in Palm Beach gorgeous and we get to see the scenery every episode yeah. It's gorgeous. I I actually really like those bits, the bits in between the the scenes where we get to see the aerial shots of everything. It just looks amazing. I just, I, yeah. I know. <laughs> that's the way I you live. Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was one recently, like it was above loads of boats, and I was like, oh, I've not seen that one before. <laughs> so like, sad. That one it. used to be the title sequence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. I just love all it's it's such a gorgeous location. It's so aspirational. It's so, you know, so yeah. coming from the middle of England. <laughs> it's somewhere that I'd love to live. <laughs> Not the spiders and stuff, but yeah, the actual the beach and the sea. Oh, I'd love that. Um, so yeah, so lots of the scenes are filmed outside on the beach, but also close to the beach, we've got a quite a big set really with multiple kind of um filming scenes i guess that happened there so next to the beach we've got a pier um where loads of outdoor scenes also take place so if, if it's outside it's usually on the beach or it's on the pier 
um, and the pier is used kind of like as a romantic storytelling prop. Oh, um, so, yeah. so if you want to take your your new bow for a, for a romantic <laughs> picnic under the stars, you go down to the pier. Or if you conversely, if you go through something awful like a breakup or or some kind of heartache, you might see a character on the pier looking you know wistfully over the ocean you know, yeah it's used for that isn't it to denote like happiness and, and sadness and reflectiveness yeah. and all that sort of stuff so that's a lovely outside uh, place to be as well so just next to the pier we have the aptly named pier diner <laughs> and the diner has the diner's actually been in the show since the beginning but it's changed names and changed locations so it's not the original diner um, but the diner is one of two places where the residents of the bay can go and buy food and drink, um, eat in or take away. And you'll see lots of scenes in the diner, people ordering coffee and cake or burgers if it's lunchtime. Or they might pop in after work and pick up a lasagna to take home. Um, at the moment, a moussaka. A, a moussaka, yeah, it's a moussaka. <laughs> at the moment, we've also got a coffee cart, which is a, a strange one to explain. So... Long story short, the building that the diner is supposed to be in, in in the show, is being renovated in real life. So we've actually got a coffee cart now, which is supposed to be instead of the diner. But we've actually got both at the moment, which is really confusing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't... Coffee being sold inside, outside, anywhere you Everywhere. Just yeah. roll with it. Yeah. 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 Just just go with it. So there's yeah. a diner, but they all, the people that work in the diner, who we'll talk through in a minute, they also run the coffee cart, which is which is outside as well. So you'll see that. Um, and you'll see the diner every episode. Yeah, pretty much. Right. It's one of I, the main sets, isn't it, really? The diner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the communal space. Everyone yeah. comes through it. Yeah. Um, and it's a really good place for the gossip to to yes. spread. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. the diner is really important. Yeah. Really important. And also in this area, so we've got the pier and the pier diner, which is off the off the pier. And we've also got the bait shop, um, because this is a coastal town. Obviously, there's a need for tourists or residents to uh, rent boats, somewhere to buy their fishing gear, somewhere to buy their bait and tackle. Um, so that's the that's the purpose of the bait shop. So you'll hear it's not really a main set. You'll hear it talked about. You won't go in it because I don't think we've ever been inside the bait shop, have we? But it's the outside of the bait shop is seen and we hear people talking about the bait shop on on the show as well. So I'm just mentioning it just to explain that there is. Yeah. And and it and you can hire like a peddler and something. Yeah. Like a canoe. Like, and or you're a kayak yeah. Or, and you're, yeah. You'll often see characters sort of hosing something down while they're talking. <laughs> and that's yeah. that's all part of the bait shop, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not a main set, but you do need to know it's there, don't you, Russ? It's a bit yeah. of a strange, strange one. Yeah. You, you're like, what did she just say bait? Like, <laughs> what's a bait shop? <laughs> um, so staying in this location, so we've done the beach, we've done the pier and the, you know, the businesses on the pier, which are the diner and the bait shop. So staying in this location around the beach, we also have another really crucial building uh, which houses multiple filming sets. And this includes the Surf Club, or to give it its full name, the Surf Lifesaving Club. And the Surf Club yeah. is where the lifeguards that patrol the beach are based out of. But I'd say it's also kind of like the heart of the community, like the surf club, because it's yeah. always been the place where all the young residents of the bay, they go to hang out, they go to socialise, they go to play pool. If there's yeah. ever like a town meeting, if someone's gone missing and we need to do a search and rescue for them, that's where everything's like coordinated from is the surf club. Yeah. Everybody, everybody goes there. It's like, you know, it's the community hub, isn't it, really? Yeah, the focal point, isn't it? Like, yeah. So, yeah, community hub. Yeah, that's right. I think that's that's why. But inside of the surf club, so we've got the the surf lifesaving club, which is the lifeguards and, and that kind of thing. But we've also got businesses in this building as well, haven't we, that are attached to the surf club. So we've got a restaurant called Salt. We've got a gym called Summer Bay Fit. We've got a juice bar, which is next to like all the pool tables and the social area. And we've also got a surfboard shop because obviously we're in a coastal town. So where we've got the bait shop where you can rent boats and and that kind of thing we've also got the surfboard shop where you can rent boards and you can book surfing lessons as well yeah. so and all the buffets yes <laughs> yeah. 
and it, it is kind of like the the kind of the, the center of fitness as well, isn't it? Because you've got the gym, you've got the surf club. Yeah. So this is this is where all the younguns, the, you know, all the the fit and trendy people hang out, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the surf club's existed since since the early days, hasn't it? I think. I think it's been there. Yeah. Since. We've had a few sort of layout updates yeah. and things and set updates, but yeah, ultimately yeah. it's been there from from the beginning. Yeah. It has. Yeah. So just talking about, so obviously in the surf club building, as we just mentioned before, we've got the diner and that's one of the two places where people go and eat food and drink um, the pier diner. But the other place is the restaurant, which is inside the surf club building, and that's called Salt. And it's a bit more upmarket, would you say, than the diner? Yeah. The diner's kind of like home-cooked grub, mostly during the day. You, you can go in there from the beach in your, in your shorts or the T-shirt and just grab something quickly. Whereas salt, if you turned up in a tuxedo or a cocktail dress, you wouldn't look out of place in salt. No, it's really swanky. It's like one of the swanky wine bars. It's a really nice set, actually. It is, Um, yeah. Yeah, it's somewhere you'd really like to eat, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you could go in there in in your board shorts and stuff, couldn't you? And people do, but it is. <laughs> it, they tend to go there at night, don't they? And dress up a little bit, have have a a date night, or if they're, they're celebrating something or commiserating something, you go to Salt and you have a drink and a pizza or whatever it is, don't you? So that's what it's there for. And they also do takeaway, which is really important for one particular character called Justin, who loves his takeaway <laughs> pizza. <laughs> It's really good. You, you know, you'll have the family meals, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, there's a the restaurant that everybody goes to. Yes. Um, yeah. Another sort of uh, important set, I suppose, that's used a lot yes. because it's it's a big communal area. It passengers, is, yeah. uh, passengers, characters will cross paths yes. in the restaurant and, you know, in interweave into each other's stories, just like they do at the diner. Yeah, because there might not be much call for them to meet or know each other without these places because they, you know, they might not ever come across each other in their working lives or, or anything like that. So mm. these are where, where you meet your neighbours, really, isn't it? <laughs> meet, yeah, absolutely. Meet people you wouldn't ordinarily see, you know, when you're in your day to day life, you see them in, in the surf club or in the in the restaurant salt. So um, one other sort of more minor business to mention in in summer bay is the summer bay auto which is the garage um so this is like a a, a car garage basically or van garage motorbikes maybe i don't know i don't know what they actually fix there's mainly cars that we see in there don't we so if if Uh one of the residents of the bay has got a problem with their car they can take it to summer bay auto and and get that fixed so it is a set that exists it's not something that's there every day um, and it, I feel like it, it's never been really explained, but I feel like it's sort of out of town a bit. I think, it, yeah, I don't think it's yeah. near the, it's, I don't think it's near the surf club or near the beach, is it? I think it's yeah. a drive. Yeah. Which, which is ironic, really, considering that if you've got a problem with your car, you can't drive it there. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I think it is a yeah, little bit of a drive away. It's not really explicitly explained no. where it is, but we get the feeling it's not close no. to the others. Yeah. No, definitely not. So. Th- that's not all of Summer Bay. We'll come on to there's some other other sets in Summer Bay that we'll come on to in a minute. But just to give you a recap, there are other places that are talked about on the show. So Summer Bay is where all the action takes place. But you will hear people talk about Yabby Creek. Now Yabby Creek is um, a suburb or a town, I guess. Um, that's talked about quite a lot on the show. We don't see an awful lot of Yabby Creek, but it is talked about. And we do have a couple of sets based in Yabby Creek. One of them is the hospital, the Northern Districts Hospital, and one of them is the police station as well. So those are two sets that that actually the hospital has been used a lot, hasn't it, over the last couple of years? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because a lot of the cast that have been on the show recently have been doctors, nurses, paramedics, and a lot of those have actually left now. So we don't really know how much the hospital is going to be used going forward. Um, It may not be in the show as much now. But it, it is worth knowing that they have got a set that is the hospital and they have got the police station as well. And they are based in Yabby Creek. And you will help, will help people talk about Yabby Creek. They'll go shopping to Yabby Creek. Uh, I can't talk. Yabby Creek. They'll go to the cinema. You know, it's yeah. it's more of a, a bigger city. It's a bigger city than Summer Bay. They go there to, yeah. to go sh- go shopping or have a night out yeah. and that, that kind of thing, don't they? Yeah, it sounds much bigger, but 
busier and that's where yeah. you need to go to get things yeah. yes I think there's like um, a mall and you know shopping yeah. and all that kind of thing the so. characters will pop off down there yeah to go so and get you whatever might, you might yeah. hear someone say where's so-and-so oh they've gone to Abbey Creek for some shoes or, or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah that's what you'll hear it for um and then a couple of other places you might hear mentioned but I don't think we ever really go there well not often is Mangrove River um, which it has been fairly popular on the show for for a few reasons. So Mangrove River is um, a place nearby um, that it has been associated with gangs, I guess, and criminal activity. Yeah. And ca- characters coming to the bay from Mangrove River tend to be wrongans from the wrong side of the track, probably caught up yeah. in in dodgy dealings and that kind of thing. So we have characters in the past that have been called the river boys that have come from mangrove river so if you ever hear of that phrase river boys on the show we've only got one river boy left on the show who's actually gone for the most part on the straight and narrow he's a good guy isn't he really (laughs) now yeah he's come good yeah but you're right man you don't want to get on the bus to mangrove river you'll never come really (laughs) 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 so that's like the wrong side of the tracks isn't it where people from mangrove River, river are from and also, Reefton Lakes is a place that gets mentioned occasionally. We don't go to Reefton Lakes, do we? I don't think ever. We just hear it mentioned again. It's it's somewhere where if a new character has been introduced, they might say, "Oh, I've come from Reefton Lakes," or my, you know, they might say, "My mum and dad are from Reefton Lakes," or something. It's just one of those places that's mentioned on the show. That's yeah. yeah. We don't see it, but we hear it, don't we? Absolutely. So that is that is a, a little bit of the locations. Um, and obviously we just talked through the businesses. So we talked about all the businesses that are in the bay, but it would be remiss of us to mention another business, which is the Caravan Park. Um, and the Caravan Park has actually been in the show since the very beginning. The first episode really was about the one of the characters we'll talk about now, Alf, Mr. Stewart, to you. <laughs> Ledge. <laughs> Mr. Stewart. Mr. Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, we have to mm-hmm. give him a bit of respect. He's been in the show since since the first episode. And the first episode was about Alf or Mr. Stewart selling the caravan park and the associated house, which is called Summer Bay House, um, selling that because his wife had just died and he was selling the business uh, to a family that were moving in. And that's how Home Away, Home Away started. It was about this family that moved into the Summer Bay House and ran the caravan park and that's where this this show kind of kind of came from so the caravan park is still in the show Summer Bay House which is attached to the caravan park is still in the show Mr Stewart or Alf he owns it again currently so he owns the caravan park the caravan park used to be a in every episode didn't it used to be a main set but we don't see much of the caravan park anymore I don't think is that fair to say yeah, we got. Uh, it's like the other. Ha- it's treated probably the same as the other houses, really. Yeah. When it, when we're when it's needed. Yeah. And the story is about the Stuarts. We're there quite a lot, but then when we're, we're in not... the house, so they live in the house, Summer Bay House, on the Caravan Park site, don't they? But we don't actually see the actual. You know, years ago we used to see a lot of action in the in the Caravan Park. People in their vans, outside their vans, yeah. cooking. Lots of social activities, kicking a football round or playing volleyball or whatever in the caravan yeah, park. Yeah. We yeah, don't yeah. see we don't see as much of that anymore. So I think for anybody coming into this now, useful to know there is a caravan park. Useful to know that it's the Stewart family, Mr. Stewart, Alf that that runs it. But I think apart from that, that set isn't in it that often. Yeah. Really. Normally you'll see a bit of the caravans when you car because the caravan park is great for visitors, you know, yes. guest characters yeah. because yeah. you know, people go to Summer Bay on holiday. It's a coastal town. Yeah. You know, people yeah. come and they pa- they pass through. So where yeah. they're gonna sleep, they'll sleep in a caravan. So yeah. Um yeah, it's useful to know it's still there. Yeah. And the only other where... option, that's a good point, actually, because the only other option, if you're not staying in a caravan and renting a caravan, if you're, if you're stopping temporarily in Summer Bay, the only other place you've got is the motel, which is another set that's used very mm. rarely. Um, yeah. So... And normally it's a character sort of absconds to the motel. <laughs> yeah. To hide. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you've broken and... the law, <laughs> you go to the motel. <laughs> And, and we think that exists sort of out on the highway, out of town, yeah, <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere between <laughs> Summer Bay and Gabby Creek, I think. <laughs> somewhere I between know. Summer Bay and Hell. 
It doesn't look very nice, does it, that motel? But there we go. A bit seedy. <laughs> A little bit seedy. Okay. So that's the caravan park. And as I said, there is a house attached to the caravan park. So the owners of the caravan park live in Summer Bay House. And that's the Stewart family. So Mr. Stewart, or Al Stewart to you, because he likes to be uh, no, he likes to be <laughs> respected. Uh, he runs the caravan park. He also owns the aforementioned bait shop that we talked about earlier. So he is massively into his fishing. He loves his boats and his fishing. So he owns the bait shop and he runs that. And he's also surf club president. So we mentioned the surf club earlier as well. And uh, Av Stewart is the surf club president. So elected. He's got elected mm -hmm. as well. And he, mm -hmm. like I say, he's a legend. He's been in it from day one. Everybody loves Alf. He's your TV dad. Um, yeah, he's chances a, he's are a, you'll know him. Yeah. You probably will have heard of him, yeah. I think. You have to be <laughs> growing up under a rock not to know of Mr. Stewart. Um, but he's he's kind of like the cantankerous old man, but he's really wise. and he's He's, he's, you know, he's been around the block. He's got good advice and he takes people under his wing and you know he's got his own way of doing things and yeah that's just Alf in a nutshell we've got anything else to say about Alf before we move no, on no? no okay so the next person that lives in Summer Bay House is Martha now Martha is Alf's wife <laughs> oh my god what do we say about Martha so in a nutshell <laughs> when Alf when the when Summer Bay first started when Homeway first started and Alf was selling his caravan park that he now lives in again he was selling it because Martha had died. Now, yeah, Martha isn't dead. Martha faked her death. She's back living in, in the caravan park in Summer Bay House. She's back living with Alf. She's <laughs> married to Alf again. So we're just going to have to just run with that, guys, because it's a lot of backstory. <laughs> look but it up, maybe. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. Google it. So Martha and Alf are a husband and wife. Um Martha actually owns another property in Marimbula, which is another place that you'll hear mentioned. And because Alf is, gosh, is he 70 in real life? The guy that plays him, Ray, I can't remember. He's like around 70 odd. He he isn't yeah. full time cast member. And when he needs to be written out of the show because he's because he's part time, him and Martha will run off to their her house in Marimbula and they'll go and stay yeah. there. They're actually they're actually there right now. So if you're watching Home and Away right now. You won't see Alf or Martha. They're, they've actually run off to Marimbula. And Martha's got another child called Kieran who lives in Marimbula as well, who's occasionally mentioned. Um, yeah. But Alf and Martha have got a daughter called Rue. And Rue also lives with them in Summer Bay House at the caravan park. And she helps them run the caravan park. She also helps them run the bait shop um, and, and does all that kind of stuff as well. I don't think she's got another role, has she? I think she just helps family businesses wasn't oh, she really yeah she used to be a teacher but that's no longer I she used to be a lot of things she used to be a wedding planner she used to be a teacher she used to be a counsellor she used to be a lot of things didn't she but now she just kind yeah. of hangs around the bait shop and and the caravan yeah. park and helps out her yeah. dad Alf with all of those tasks and stuff now another person that lives in Summer Bay House at the caravan park is Marilyn who we love we love Marilyn we don't we yeah. And Ma Marilyn's been in Home and Away for a long, long time. She had a break and she actually, for those of you that watch other soaps, she was in Emmerdale. I don't know her character name, actually, from Emmerdale because I never watched it. Louise? Oh, was it? I think it's yeah. Louise. Yeah, yeah. So she was actually in, had a stint over here. She was in Emmerdale for a while, but now she's back in the bay, back where she belongs. Um, <laughs> we, love, we love Marilyn, don't we? Marilyn yeah. works in the diner. So we mentioned the diner earlier, the pier diner. Marilyn works in there. Um, does she have a stake in the diner or does she just work there? I can't remember. No, she... she's just an employee. Yeah, yeah, just an employee. So she works yeah. in the diner. Um, a little bit about Marilyn. She's a little bit ditzy. Um, she likes her tarot cards. She likes her meditation. And, you know, she's a bit of a hippie trippy um, kind of character, but she's lovely. Um, she's just thoroughly nice, isn't she, Marilyn? You can't see. Yeah. Yeah. Better things about her. And she provides a lot of the comic relief she on does. the show. Yeah. So she, you know, you'll 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 love her. Yeah. You will. Yeah. So that is Summer Bay House. So um that's the only house that's got a business attached to it, the caravan park. And then there's the other houses that we see a lot of. Um so we'll talk about those houses and the residents that live in those now. So should we do Parata House? Do it. Casa Parata. Casa yeah. Parata? 
So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Parata is a family name. So this family, the Parata family, um, they've actually come from New Zealand, haven't they, originally? So you do get a lot of storylines about their, their heritage, their Maori culture, um, and, you know, associated with New Zealand. So that, that does cro- crop up in the show. We've actually learned quite a lot about that, which is really cool. Um, so you will see that on the show. And the Paratas are made up of Tane. Um, and his his role is... Um, he, he, I can't think of what, what you would say about him, really. I mean, he's, he's the uncle of the family, really, isn't he? But he's more like the dad because he's... Yeah. Having to, yeah, run the household, I guess. Head as, of the house, yeah. Yeah. And you won't miss him. <laughs> you won't miss him. He's He has muscles for days. He's always got his top <laughs> off. Uh, he's, he's the love of my actual life. <laughs> I love him. Um, he runs the gym. So we mentioned earlier that Summer Bay Fit is the gym that's within the surf club. So Tane runs the gym. Um, and he dates somebody called Flick who has also just moved into the Parata house. So Flick is um, Tane's girlfriend. Um, Flick works in Salt, which is the restaurant that we mentioned earlier. Um, And what can we say about Flick, really? I mean, she's calmed down a lot since she's got with Tane, hasn't she? But she has been in the past a bit of a a wild party girl, uh, worked in a bar. She's recently been embroiled in a, a, a scandal in the restaurant where they were trying to bring some money in and they were hosting illegal poker nights so she has got a bit of a wild streak to her but again heart's in the right place she's a lovely character i think you'll like her and she's, she's good... proper straight talking isn't yeah. she yeah yes yeah. yeah she's good fun and her yeah. and tane as a couple you know they're quite well revered i guess with within the, mm. the, the community <laughs> the, the home and away community we love them we ship them don't we so yeah that's flick and tane so Tane is the uncle of Nico. So Nico also lives in the Parata house, Nico Parata. Um, oh gosh, a bit of a backstory to him as well. Gosh, a lot of stuff that we're not sort of talking about because it's huge storylines. But yeah. Nico lost his dad. So now he kind of looks up to Tane as kind of like an uncle slash father figure, I guess. Um, and he's he's had a bit of a rough life. He's been through quite a lot. He's still quite young. I think he's only 21, isn't he, Nico? And yeah. he's recently joined, um, he's recently got a job as a lifeguard at the surf club that we mentioned previously. So he works in, in the, the, the surf club. Um, he's got a girlfriend called Bella, who's currently not in the show. She's gone to New York for a job. She's gone over there to be a photographer. She's probably not going to come back. So we're probably not going to see Bella on screen again. But worth knowing about Bella that she exists, because at the moment, Nico's kind of moping around and missing Bella and talking about how he misses Bella. So worth noting that she's there at some point in the future we'll have to have a storyline where they split up or something happens because Bella's not going to come back yeah. she's gone um so yeah that's all I'm going to say about Bella I think is anything yeah. else anything else no she's gone she's, she's gone. gone she's history catch up on her if you want to learn more but you're probably yeah. about to see Nico um you know he's in this stage where she's the trying long distance aren't they that's where we yeah. are so if you're joining yeah. the show now yeah. You know, we, we're yet to see them conclude yeah. as yes. a couple. Yeah, because yeah. she's only supposed to be gone for three months, but we know the character, well, we know the actress that plays the character has left the show, so we're expecting them to be over yeah. imminent, imminently, aren't we, really? Yeah, yeah. And then the next person that lives in the Parata house is Chloe. So Chloe isn't actually <laughs> related to any of the Paratas that we've just mentioned. So Chloe is the daughter of a character called Mia, who is no longer in the show. Um, Mia was married to Ari, who is a character who's no longer in the show. And Ari was Tane's older brother. Um, so unfortunately, Ari died. Um, sorry, he was the stepdad, sorry, of, of Chloe. Um, so Ari's died. So his stepdaughter, Chloe is still living in the Parata house because technically, I guess, Tane is like an uncle to her as well. Yeah. In a way. Um, so, she, uh, but also kind of like a, a, a father figure. Chloe's got a kind of tragic backstory as well. Uh, she's the product of a sexual assault. As she found out this recently, um, that her, her dad had raped her mum when, when, you know, when she was conceived. And Chloe actually killed her biological father recently 
got away with it by, because by accident <laughs> by yeah. accident yeah. yeah she she hit him with a brick and he he died he died, he died. <laughs> by accident <laughs> by accident and Ari her stepdad who is now dead he actually took the fall he actually went to he, he you know he confessed he didn't go to well he was in prison but he hadn't been convicted yet and he actually died of cancer before he was convicted of the murder so she's got a lot of story going on, you know, a lot of turmoil going on at the moment. Um, so worth knowing that just because Chloe's a bit of a pain in the ass, and that <laughs> that's why <laughs> that's why she's a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, so that's the Parata house, and then another I mean, set. Oh, you go. I'm going to say, did you mention they were Mari? Yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah, I can't, I can't remember now. <laughs> yeah, from New Zealand, Mari yeah, culture. Mari culture. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say yeah. Yeah, it's worth mentioning because that's really strong for them, you know. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you look, if you watch back any clips, there's loads on YouTube, especially of like Irish funeral and stuff. Yeah. You'll see how important that that sort of showing that my culture. Yes. Is. Yeah. 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 Really good. So that is the Prater House. So Tane, Nico, Chloe, and Flick live in the Prater House. And another house that we see quite a lot of the set. I love this set. Is Irene's Beach House. Yeah, love this set. So obviously Irene lives in Irene's beach house because it's her beach house. Um, so Irene has been in the show, gosh, long, long, long time. Not since the beginning, but you know, not not far off from the beginning, really. She's got a bit of a tragic backstory as well. Everyone kind of has. She came to the show as an alcoholic, lost her kids, um, but she's turned herself around. She's now sober, which is a plot point actually because she's on the wagon. She doesn't drink. Um, and this does get mentioned on the show, um, you know, infrequently. But it's regularly. Worth, yeah, yeah, it's worth knowing that, that that Irene is on the wagon, used to be an alcoholic, but now on the straight and narrow. She co-owns the diner, would you say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's a co-owner of the diner that we mentioned earlier. So she works in the diner. Pretty much her life revolves around working in the diner. Um, we don't see her doing very much else, maybe going for dinner <laughs> with a few of the other characters, but she pretty much just lives in the diner works in the diner um but she does have this beautiful beach house that's been a set for years on the show and she's lived there for a long long time um so it's worth knowing she's got a lodger at the moment so irene's beach house has got a lodger called cash now cash is the local police man police person you say do you say senior constable cash senior constable cash (laughs) um so he he works at the yabby creek police department so we mentioned yabby creek earlier on it's not in summer bay the police department is out in yabby creek and he works there and the reason why he lives with irene it's a bit of an odd one um irene used to have a lodger called jasmine and jasmine is cash's boyfriend now jasmine has been written out of the show because she the actress that plays jasmine's actually left and she's not coming back. Now, in the storyline at the moment, Jasmine is temporarily out of the story. She's gone off to uh, look after her previous in-laws because she used to be married to somebody else who died. And now his in-laws live on a farm and his, his yeah, her ex-mother-in-law, I guess, has had, a heart, yeah, yeah. She's had a heart attack or something, hasn't she? And she's gone to help them out. So, And that only happened a couple of days ago. So that it is did. Like fresh. That's new, yeah. yeah. So again, you might hear Jasmine mentioned because on the show at the moment, she's meant to be there temporarily and coming back. So Cash will be talking about his girlfriend, Jasmine, on the show right now. But we do know that that storyline is going to have to come to some kind of conclusion. And also that's going to mean that possibly Cash living with Irene is going to be really weird. It's a bit strange right now, that dynamic. Um, yeah. Because he moved in with Jasmine, who lived with Irene. So he's he's only really there because of Jasmine. Yeah, and she's cleared off. Yeah, she's she's gone. So I don't know what will happen to Cash. Maybe maybe Cash and Irene will become firmer friends, but at the moment they are a bit like lodger and landlord, aren't they? They're, yeah. That relationship's not really there. Yeah, and remember, you remember Flick over at the Parata house? Ah, yes, I forgot that bit. <laughs> she <laughs> is his sister. <laughs> yes, yeah. So Flick so. that goes out with Tane, the one that was um works in salt and she's a bit of a wild wild girl um and got involved with the poker nights at the at the salt restaurant she's cash's sister um and they've got a bit bit of a tragic backstory as well so their mum died when they were very very young and her their dad couldn't cope he got into debt and he actually 
um, died by suicide when they were very young as well. So they've got a very tragic backstory. Um, and, they, they, you know, that comes up a lot, I guess, in the storyline, yeah. how, how they've got over that and how, how their relationship has developed since then as well. So that's just yeah. worth knowing a bit, a bit of background on them. Absolutely. Yeah. And outside, Every, outside yeah. of Irene, he's got other ties in the bay he's got for it. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and actually, you know, especially those lapsed viewers, you were, you know, you were talking about that earlier, you know, yeah. coming back to the show, the show used to be one way and the show is still at the heart of it is about these people from broken families yes. through whatever yeah. tragedy, through whatever, uh, yeah. whatever real, you know, like, like that, like Cash yeah. and Flick's backstory. So yeah. Yeah. Um, we may not be full of the kids that you're used to seeing, but yeah. that sort of, you know, coming from uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, an unconventional upbringing yeah. most people have had so I've got some mad backstory and they yeah. and they sort of lost people that find their way to the bay that's still still a yeah. thing yeah definitely that there's a lot of characters with with traumatic upbringings or or something traumatic mm. that happened to them before they got to the bay there's a lot of that, isn't there? Because it is, yeah. it, it it does, you know, make storylines. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Irene's house is Irene and Cash, as we just said. So, then on to the next house that we see quite a lot in the show is John. So, John Palmer, he currently lives on his own, rattles around his house. He's, <laughs> how old do we say John is? Was John, a, John 50s or 60s? I don't know. Gosh, 60s, he's uh... yeah, 60s. So he's he's an older gentleman. Um, he's a very funny character. He, again, he provides some of the light relief and comedy in the show, uh, but he kind of s- puts his foot in his mouth quite a lot, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Um, and he has some of the really funny one-liners in the show as well. Um, so he currently lives on his own, but his house is used as a set, not that regularly, um, but people do pop around to John and, and ask his advice and that kind of thing. We do see him in his house for those reasons. John, and his house is situated opposite. Oh, the Paratas. Yes. Yeah, in the same yeah. cul-de-sac. Yeah. yeah, which is a plot point, actually, because John is a bit of a nosy neighbour, isn't he? And he, he mm. actually has, I think he has set up a neighbourhood watch and he likes yes. to keep an eye out, on, particularly on the Parata family, because... Uh, mm. Yes, he likes to keep an eye on them. <laughs> He's yes. a bit of a, no- curtain, a curtain twitcher. twitcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah <definitely>. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But the good thing about John is he also, this is going to sound really weird, has a keen interest in the young people in the Bay. But he <laughs> <laughs> he likes to take young'uns under his wing. He, like, he particularly likes young'uns that have got a bit of a troubled backstory. Um, and he likes to offer them, you know, his sagely world advice, which isn't always a brilliant advice. Occasionally he gets it really, really good, uh, really good advice. But he he does like to sort of help out the waifs and strays that, that end up in the mm. bay as well, which is a nice trait for John. He's a lovely character, but he is a little bit lonely and a little bit, we're a bit worried about John. Um, yeah. But John, John works in the surf club. So one of the people, when I was just saying about the waifs and strays, one of the people that he took under his wing um was nico that we just talked about nico parata nico's currently working as a lifeguard he works for john in the surf club and john kind of gave him that job and helped him turn himself around a little bit um after nico lost like i say he lost his his dad and then he lost his uncle as well that was kind of like his second dad so Nico's had a lot of tragedy and Don kind of swooped in and, and has built him up a little bit and given him a bit of a purpose and uh, he trained him as a lifeguard. Um, so that's mm. that's John in a nutshell. Anything else about John that we need to? No, no. no. I'm sure people will draw their own conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> and then we're off to Justin and Leah's house. So Justin and Leah are a couple um justin runs summer bay auto which is the garage that we mentioned earlier so he's a mechanic and leah is a co-owner with irene in the diner so we see a lot of scenes with leah and irene and marilyn who all work in the diner together um and justin works in the garage and justin also lives with theo who is leah's uh what is it nephew nephew yeah Leah's nephew, but Theo works for Justin in the in the garage as a mechanic. Was well, a trainee mechanic, isn't he? Because he's doing his yeah. college college work at the moment. So Theo kind of turned up on Justin and and Leah's doorstep recently, 
he'd kind of had a fallout with his dad and he turned up at his auntie Leah's house and wanted to be taken in um and his backstory is that his dad was being physically and also verbally abusive to him um for years and nobody knew about it and it's only just come to light um so he's turned up a little bit broken and a little bit traumatized by his past but he's now turning himself around because he came in as a kind of cocky uh, overconfident kind of annoying young guy mm. didn't he yeah yeah and he was doing a lot of pranks and getting himself into a lot of scrapes and you know that kind of thing because he was acting out after after the upbring- upbringing that he'd had but now he's living with Justin and Leah and they've really turned him around Justin's given him this trainee mechanic job at his garage and he's working on his his college work basically to become a, a fully trained mechanic um, anything else about those guys? Justin, Leo, no. Theo? No? That no. them covered? No. Should we They're mention that Leah's Le- Greek? That's quite a... Leah comes yeah. from, a, from a Greek family, doesn't she? So we we hear her talk about moussaka and Greek, <laughs> cult, Greek culture and cooking. So Re- Leah's Biggest really into... selling dish in yeah, the diner. <laughs> in the diner is the moussaka. Everybody um, loves it. <laughs> so I think, I think that's them in a nutshell. Yeah. And then they have a, a dog called Buddy that you never see. But oh yeah. yeah, I forgot about Buddy. Yeah, we don't we don't see Buddy. Hopefully someone's walking Buddy because they never seem to. But we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll never know. I think that's the only pet we've got on the bay as well, isn't it? The only mm. dog. There's mm. no cats. No. So that's their house. And then we've got the farmhouse, which is a set that we see quite a lot. And Ziggy and Dean uh, live in the farmhouse. It's actually Ziggy's family that owns it, but she's the only one currently of her family that are still in the bay. So Ziggy is a mechanic. She works for Justin at the Summer Bay Auto Garage and she lives with Dean. Dean owns the surfboard shop or the board shop, um, which is in the surf club, which yeah. actually was owned by Ziggy's dad originally, wasn't it? I don't know if he still owns it or whether Dean owns it outright now. I can't no, I think he sold it to him, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Because he used to be called Ben's Boards, didn't it? Yeah. And now it's just the board shop. So Ziggy's the mechanic. Dean runs the board, the surfboard shop or the board shop. Now, we mentioned earlier Mangrove River, and we said that Mangrove River is a nearby sort of town uh, to Summer Bay, where people from the wrong side of the tracks come from. We've had a lot of bad boys come from from Mangrove River, in particular the gang, uh, the criminal gang called the River Boys. Now, Dean is the only river boy that's left in the bay now but he's okay. i wouldn't uh, he was he's not really a criminal is he? he gets involved in things but he's actually a good boy now isn't he really he's on the yeah. straight and narrow yeah. he's a bit of a bit of a family man he's got a, he's got a son called jai who isn't in the show that often because he lives with his mum amber so we don't see jai very often but dean's turned his life around basically hasn't he and he's a he's a, yeah. a, a, a bad boy gone good i guess yeah yeah and then we've got currently in Dean's farmhouse at the moment. Sorry, Ziggy and Dean's farmhouse. We've got Mac, and Mac is the half sister of Dean, and mm-hmm. Mac owns the restaurant. So Mac owns Salt. Uh, the current storyline with Mac is very complicated, <laughs> but <laughs> essentially Mac is in debt and she's on the verge of losing the restaurant salts because she owes about 50 grand. She owed more than that, but she's been able to make some money recently by holding illegal poker nights that I mentioned earlier because Flick, who lives in the Prata house and goes out with Tane, she helped Mac organise these poker nights and bring this this money in. Um, And unfortunately, that all came to light, and Mac had to go to court this week, actually, and plead guilty uh, for having these illegal poker nights in her restaurant and trying to pay off her debt. So that's the storyline that's going on at the moment with Mac. Um, she's still in debt, but she's managed to get away with a fine, which isn't going to help her pay off her, her debts that she already owes. Mm, and she's no. got a bit of a slap on the wrist um, and told to behave, basically, good behaviour bond. Yeah. So that's that's the main storyline around Mac and the restaurant. So that storyline is going to continue because in tonight's episode we saw Flix come up with another idea to get Mac out of debt because although she's, you know, the legal poker nights have, have been and gone and she's owned up to them and she's got the slap on the wrist, she's still going to lose the restaurant if she doesn't pay off her debt. So that storyline is going to continue until she either sells the restaurant or gets herself out of debt or something. Something needs to happen with that 
to conclude it. So that's carrying on for now. Um, special mention to Bella as well. So I mentioned Nico earlier has got this girlfriend called Bella that's currently in New York, supposed to be there for three months. When she was living in Summer Bay, she was actually living with Siggy and Dean in the farmhouse. So they will mention her as well because Dean is kind of like a brother to her. They're not related, but Dean was best friends with Bella's brother and he has known Bella all her life pretty much and he's a bit like a brother too to her so he probably will mention her on the show until we know yeah. that she's and definitely they all not... grew up yeah they, they all grew up yeah. in mangrove river together they did he's, yeah he's promised to look after us so yeah he will yeah. talk about her yeah so that will be mentioned but i don't think we'll see bella back on the show again now um and then there's there's two more characters i know that's a lot of characters to take in but there's two more <laughs> characters left on my list that we haven't talked about yet and that's because they're a bit a bit random at the moment. We're not really sure what's going to happen with these characters because they're new to the bay. And the reason why they came to the bay was because of Jasmine, who we mentioned earlier. Uh, Jasmine is the policeman, Cash's uh, girlfriend. Um, she's currently not in the story at the moment. And we know the actress has left the show. So she's not going to be coming back either. And we're still waiting for that, that end of Cash and Jasmine's relationship. But Rose and Xander are new characters to the Bay that came looking for Jasmine because they found out recently that they're actually related to her. Um, so Xander is Jasmine's half-brother and Rose is Xander's half-sister. Now, Rose isn't actually related to Jasmine, but they're all calling each other brother and sister because it's a lot easier than actually explaining that, that family yeah. dynamic. Yeah. So just Rose and Xander, just think of them as, as Jasmine's brother and or half-brother and half-sister. So Xander is a paramedic. Um, so he he's currently working at the Northern Districts Hospital, which we mentioned ages ago in the, in the episode earlier on, um, which is in Yabby Creek. So that's that hospital set that we don't know what's going to happen because currently the, he's the only character in the bay that works at the hospital. We did have doctors and nurses and the other people working there. But at the moment, Xander's the only one I can think of that works in the hospital. Um, and then Rose is a police woman, police person. What do we say? Is it gender neutral now? Police. Police person? You yeah, don't know. I don't know. Cop. Police woman. Copper. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, copper. There we go. That'll do. <laughs> She's a copper, so she works with Cash in the Abbey Creek Police Station. Um, and there's a bit of a storyline going on there at the moment because Cash is going out, out with Jasmine. Rose is, for want, you know, want of a better word, Jasmine's new sister. And Rose has, has a crush on Cash and they work together. Um, yeah. And that's that storyline is playing out right now. So we don't know how that's going to end up, do we? Um, we don't love Triangle. It is a little bit. Um, and what we should probably mention about Xander as well. So Xander's a paramedic. And one of the storylines that he's caught up in at the moment is that his backstory is a bit unknown to us. He's coming across a bit creepy, a bit obsessive. He's getting a bit too involved with his patients Mm. um and a bit too i don't know what the word is obsessive with with their diagnoses and their you know their illnesses and that kind of thing and, and visiting them in the hospital i mean he's a paramedic he's supposed to be you know going to emergencies and delivering patients to the hospital but he's hanging around the hospital after he's delivered them and, and finding out what's wrong with them and wanting to help them and taking them flowers and it's all a little bit creepy so we're not really sure what's going on with Xander because he's brand new to the bay we don't know a lot about him yet um, and neither, yeah. we don't know much this about space, Rose. I guess. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All a bit odd. Mm. <laughs> Definitely. And I think that's everybody on the list. So Ooh. that was a oh, that was a lot of information, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, vital information, I would yeah. say, for anyone sort of joining. I suppose it's one of those. Hopefully, this is somewhat useful if you're joining us now um and you're watching the show and thinking who's that listen yeah. back to this and we'll give you a little bit of context into who's and what's where who's who yeah. and what's what um <laughs> so thank you really appreciate it i'm sure listeners will as well 
Um, and it's worth mentioning as well that um, this isn't our usual podcast episode. Um, why not go check out our usual episodes though? Because we talk about the show every week. Um, at the end of every week, we 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 call each other up, don't we, Sophie? And we download <laughs> um, the week's drama from the bay. Um, and you can catch it on all your podcast apps: your Spotify, your Apple, your Google. You play uh, your Amazon, your Alexa. Go and find it, Coastal News, a Home and Away podcast, and um, you know, listen in. You know, do we think the same as you? You know, do you do you have an opinion and you know about the show and want to talk about it? Get in touch as well yeah. um, on Twitter and Instagram, um, and the handle is at Coastal News Pod. Anything else to add to that? No, just um, if they're tweeting, hashtag home and away as well. Get on the hashtag. Yeah. That's the one we use and we tweet during the episodes, don't we? So, yeah. Yeah. Get in yeah, contact and, with us. Yeah. 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 If you have any questions, we'll gladly help. Yeah. We really will. Definitely. Thank you very much. And we'll see you over on the main podcast, I'm sure, very soon. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.